Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? It is your Oscar winner, Christopher Marinin, bringing it strong today. Yeah, hootie hoo, hootie hoo, baby. Soldier Get your boy, Patriots fan over here in this house. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Patriots. Um, <laughs> the actual American Patriots. We're talking. We're going back to Revolutionary War on going today's back episode. To Mel Gibson. Who? Oh, wow. <laughs> we can always take it over to Ooh. Mel Gibson. Uh, what a handsome fellow. And speaking of handsome fellows, I'm joined by a few. Who's with me today? Hey, everyone. It's Dave, and I can guarantee I am not the guy that swung the colostomy bag around at Kid Rock's bar <laughs> over the last week. Why not? <laughs> I mean, because I don't have enough uh, colostomy bags, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I guess. Yeah, it might be it. I was hoping the answer would be you weren't at a Kid Rock bar, but okay. He was there. I mean, if you were at if you were in the area, are you telling me you're not going to go into the Kid Rock? Bar? No, I'm really not. There's <laughs> oh, plenty of things on. to do in Nashville besides go to the fucking Kid totally Rock bar. Go. Hey, this is handsome yeah. dude number one, Derek. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, Kid Rock, what a guy! What yeah, a guy. yeah, he is. Stand what, a, up, what a pretender. Anyway, <laughs> he is an American badass. Uh, yeah, sure, so, you know. But you know, listen, we already. We talk about Kid Rock uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. <laughs> I think we talked about we Josie, when, don't we? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah Josie. Yeah, so yeah. hang on, man. You know what? You know what happens. <laughs> little hot, hot horn for Josie, little Josie. But hey, listen, uh, I do feel fresh, even though it's been a couple weeks since we recorded. I feel fresh because. I may have made a proper prediction. It's it's definitely not the first time in my life. It won't be no, the last whatever. time. It probably is the first time in your life, considering <laughs> I've seen your browse yeah. texts. I'm just yeah. I'm just living in this. I'm just living in this. Uh, I'm just glad you're not the GM. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, so listen. If you are before we dive into my Oscar win, uh, thank you very much. Your safe if, choice. If you, if you it's like safe. what we are going to lay down on you today, you can follow us at Noyle Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, or go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. We'd love to hear if you listen to us on Pocket Cast. I'm still obsessed with this notion that people can listen to us in their pocket. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're pretty, on it. It's fun. Yeah. Double check. Yeah, so now, now are, do they have the sound full volume in their pocket or are they listening? That's what it is. In their they, ear holes. They don't have, no, in Pocket Cast, you just press play and put it in your pocket. Oh, no man. headphones. Oh. Just let it rip. Does the sound go it... into the thigh? And that's how they listen to it. And <laughs> it reverberates the brain. Yeah. <laughs> if it's when in... we drop the the Han horn, it rumbles their thigh, and they know that something good hit. So they go back and hit that that back button and listen to us. Again. The Han and horn again, is the again. only thing moving thighs around here. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's in their back pocket, are are we like technically farting for them? That's oh. <laughs> all. It's all. I'm sure that's what people think we do, anyway. Yeah, so I mean, it kind of is. I mean, nothing yeah, that comes no. out of my mouth is anything but diarrhea. So essentially, we're like a fart merkin. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if <laughs> so, yeah. If you are into fart merkins, you come to the right place. Thank you for joining us. At no one is listening. Uh, if you've listened to any of our previous shows, you know that we've had a litany of world class sponsorships on this show. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, really, we don't. Is this insider? Any, 
Yeah, we don't pull any punches when we talk about how much we love our sponsorships on this show. Uh, I was duped. I was duped, not by Dukes, uh, but I was duped because I thought we earned a new sponsor recently, (laughs) and I was just very excited. I don't know what I was doing, but I know one of you sent a text about smooth my balls is that is that what we shouldn't say their name we haven't signed the papers yet yeah send us money bot bot uh but i was excited i was like oh cool we get to we get to talk about an on-brand sponsor i know these sweet coconuts were about to be smooth as eggs but no (laughs) yeah Yeah. now it's just uh you know it's it's rough as dave and derek's oscar picks uh down there uh so i'm joking i think that both of you did genuinely pick probably better movies and you said it just a minute ago i picked the safe movie but i knew it was gonna win because it it had all the elements leading up to it but i think i texted you guys after we dropped that episode i wanted when i talked about nomadland i didn't really get into what really hit me about that movie and it was just a person dealing with grief i mean we talked about the nomadic lifestyle and all like the the on the surface shit but Mm. the character of fern dealing with the grief of her husband the only way that she could survive is living this lifestyle which is so remote um and that was what was most fascinating to me and then you see those other folks going through their journey it was just wild i didn't really touch on it on the episode so i just wanted to say it if anyone followed up uh from the from the last episode we did but uh i think the oscars were weird and also terrible i didn't Uh, watch them big surprise no one did no (laughs) one did they they lost like they went from like 21 million viewers to like nine this year oh it was bad it was it was really bad um so all of the music, which is part of the Oscar Academy Awards, was relegated to pre-show. So if you mm. were just tuning into the Oscars for the first time and you wanted to see the musical numbers, and by the way, they were awesome. They were filmed uh, on top of the Dolby Theater, gorgeous, but they were all played in the pre-show, which if you're just a casual viewer, you're not going to turn in. You're going to miss every song. No and way, then the, yeah. the other weird flex that they did was <laughs> they fucking didn't show any clips. Like if you yeah. and the majority of people, the majority of people watching the Oscars are not going to watch every movie like we did. Um, they're not even going to hit Derek territory hitting uh, 70 <laughs> or 80 percent of the movies. They're not. Yeah, Close enough. <laughs> they might watch one or two. A lot of casual viewers want to see those moments that make those movies so fantastic or the acting performances. So that was weird. And then the fucking they had dropped two more. They get. All they get three hours into this thing, and they drop two more atom bombs on the on the Academy Award audience. The I in hope memoriam, not that'd be dangerous. It was a, a little COVID bomb. <laughs> uh, the they so the in memoriam segment is so important and is so fascinating to watch every year. At least for me, and I know a lot of other viewers. <laughs> I love watching dead people. <laughs> <laughs> pancake by a favorite. semi it's my favorite <laughs> it's my favorite part it's the thing that gets me off is watching all these actors die oh, shit. <laughs> i just oh. wish they would put on their how they died like i think you should <laughs> <laughs> oh brutal um but here's the thing i do look forward to it and they they put it in the last i'm not kidding the last 15 minutes of the entire uh mm. award show and it was in hyperspeed with like an upbeat pop song over it. There was, it was the most bizarre, oh, yeah. 
bizarre yeah. thing I have ever seen to um to celebrate the deceased. It was fucked up. So weird. That was really bad. And then lastly, which confused literally everybody. I seriously went to go take a leak. Was it the Glenn Close butt dance? That was weird. That was the butt. That was that was just she was doing the butt. She was doing the butt. That was uh, that was the only funny thing. Who doesn't want to do Glenn Close in the butt? (laughs) Uh, uh, You know who? You know who does? Her table mate. Her table mate at the Academy Awards. My arch nemesis, Chris Terrio. Chris (laughs) Terrio had a front row seat. Yeah. With an with an Oscar winner and a multi Oscar winner, mm-hmm. what the guy who wrote Justice League and Rise yeah. of Skywalker front row yeah. seat? What the fuck is that? All right, last two of piece. your favorites. <laughs> last piece, last piece. Do you did you? All right, so Derek didn't watch it. Dave, did you watch the last five minutes of this show? I did. Were you stunned that they gave away the best picture? Before they gave away the best actor awards. First time. Uh, I kind of was. I, I was wondering why that was happening. It, it didn't so make any sense. It didn't. I went to go, I went to go to the bathroom and then all of a sudden, like I hear from a distance, like best picture. And I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe they're just talking like it's coming up. Hell no. They were like deep in it. And I thought I missed the actors. That's how weird it was. I really genuinely yeah. was like, when did the, did I miss something? Did I like, I wasn't that high. I was like in the bathroom for a couple minutes. Um, but it was weird that they announced that first, obviously Nomadland won. Yeah. Um, but I think it's probably cause they bet that Chadwick Boseman was yeah. going to win the award posthumously for best actor. And it you turned out to be, don't have to put Anthony it Hopkins. End, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they wanted to go out on that uplifting note and then yeah. it was more well, fucked totally up. They totally fucked it up then. <laughs> Yeah, Andy Hopkins <laughs> won it, and he wasn't even there. <laughs> he wasn't even yeah. there, and then and then you have Joaquin Phoenix, uh, who is the most awkward public speaker in history, because <laughs> kind of be like, uh, yeah, Anthony, uh, all right, bye, and he like kind of like ran off stage. Yeah, I wish he was then, dressed uh, as the Joker and just shot the cart open. <laughs> well, no, they had Quest Love of all people close out the Oscars. He's like, yo, yo, Oscars done, see ya. And oh, we had the like, air horns too. <laughs> you did get air horns in the Oscars. That was oh, funny. Man, I yeah, <laughs> I picked up on that right away. But okay, let's just go through a couple of these ones real quick because we did talk about it um, mm. in a couple of the other categories. Now, original screenplay was promising young woman Emerald Fennel, who I yep. now know is a woman. Uh, Congratulations and, that you figured that out. And, yeah. and she was also in Downton Abbey, which was did super you ask cool. her for her pronouns? Not yet. No, okay. yeah, but I was if sure. I ever become friends. <laughs> the father won for writing an adapted yes. screenplay. Uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about sound, sound of metal, one mm-hmm. for sound. Uh, we talked costuming, the- costume. Uh, well, production <laughs> the suicide design. squad uh, award. <laughs> production design was Mank. So Mank did get an Oscar. Ooh. Yes. Uh, they did get an Oscar. Music was uh, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and uh, what's yeah. his name from Soul? Yeah, John Baptiste uh, as well. So Trent Reznor looked wild with that thick ass beard. Uh, oh yeah, boy, gotta shave that thing off, man. And he was nominated against himself, so <laughs> he was. <laughs> that was pretty cool. But good for him. That's that's one more Oscar for him. Nineteen ninety four. Me it was had just exploded when I when he heard that. <laughs> I went and put on Pretty Hate Machine right after yeah. that. I'm like, yes, oh. yes. Uh, 
I think we talked about this. Chloe Zhao won director for Nomadland. I think that everyone was kind of at least uh, agreeing on that. Costume design was a movie we didn't watch, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Cinematography, which I think is fine, but it was a surprise to me. Mank won Best Cinematography, which is deserved. But we all, I think, talked about Nomadland as a possibility for that. Yeah. Uh, and then now we get into the actors. So we had, I'm just going to give away the one we all know, Frances McDormand, three-time winner, actress in a leading role. Mm. She is absolutely incredible. Cover, uh, uh, cover person for high times. Don't forget that <laughs> as well. It's right. We know we just talked about Anthony Hopkins uh, winning actor in a leading role, but the two uh, that were very interesting were the actress in a supporting role, which was Yu Jung Yan from Minari, the grandmother from Minari. Yes. Derek, did you finish the movie? I did not get a chance to actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's only been two weeks. It's okay. It's fine. I'll get to it eventually. Just wanted to get the podcast over with. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Uh, Her her acceptance speech was gold. Look it up. It was was was. absolutely incredible. And then actor in a supporting role was not Lakeith Stanfeld, but it was Daniel Kaloya who still deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Mm -hmm. Who also gave a crazy speech. Um, it was about his parents having sex, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what 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 that guy does in his career. I, I'm going to be following his career uh, and very excited to see where he goes because he's just fantastic. Maybe he'll be the next Black Panther. Could be Ooh. Wakanda Lakeith. forever. He was in the. Uh, you talk about Lakeith or Daniel? Either or. I'm oh, cool either. I was like Daniel was in uh, the first Black Panther. Really? Oh. You didn't okay. see him? No. Oh. I, I, it's been a minute. I got to rewatch Jeez, the movie. God, I Chris. I know. I know. All right. Uh, well, a bunch of other stuff came out in the last two weeks, and we Are do want to talk. Are we going to talk about really good acting soon? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know where I'm going. We do want to talk Falcon Winter Soldier, but let's get through a few of these other ones that came through. I think the one spiciest edition uh, in the last couple of weeks was the I guess anticipated Mortal Kombat reboot. Uh, it's uh, anticipated. Don't don't yeah. don't fake no, it. People, I, listen. Maybe I, you didn't anticipate it. <laughs> I didn't really know about I it. I honestly didn't know about it until recently. Uh, I didn't know that they reboot it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was thought it was going to be a series. Actually, oh really? No. Yeah. Now that would be interesting. Now this Mortal Kombat reboot was uh, it's HBO Max exclusive. It also went and, to theaters and was yeah. actually made a decent amount of money there too. That movie only had okay before we start. The movie only had a ninety-eight <laughs> million dollar budget, which is surprising. What? Yeah, that's a, I think that's a lot. Ooh, that's no? that's not even close to a lot. It's not a Michael Bay. No, <laughs> it's not a Transformers man. <laughs> no, yeah, let's, let's uh, chill out there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. uh I probably have the least amount to say about it, so I'll just get it out of the way. Um, it's better than the 1990s film. <laughs> both of them. I, I Definitely both of them. I hated the dialogue. Oh, I thought the, the story... I thought the story and the premise were cool, and I really liked the story and the premise. I liked that they introduced a new character. I thought that everything else... No, hang on. Back up, back up. Fight scenes were cool. <laughs> There you go. Most most of the CGI was cool. Um, I wasn't like jarring. Uh, I, I guess is is a better way to put it. But every single other facet of this film to me was pitiful, 
and it was very bad. And I think the acting, oh my God, uh, I can't get over the dude's family. Like just not uh, even reacting to Prince Goro in real life or anything. <laughs> you and it was just with like such confidence. Like this is yeah. a normal occurrence. Like my dad battles forearm giants in the garage all the time. You yeah. know, like there was like no reaction to it. It's like, oh, here's the drunk neighbor over we, here again. We have to talk about your dad. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. So to me, I I was not disappointed at all. I wasn't disappointed. It wasn't as good as Godzilla vs Kong. Um, but I am not at all excited about a trilogy or a, a sequel or a trilogy. Um, but I do like the story. I thought the story was, was really good. I liked the, the, the family clan and all that, but my God, was it a mess that there was no tournament? Was nothing. It was, uh, it's all set up to the tournament though. Yeah. There's like four more movies coming, dude. There's like oh, going to be there? at least a second movie with a tournament, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I no, was that, just, the guy who was so sub zero signed on for a five movie deal. Five, five movie deal. He was one of the bright spots of the movie, though. Sub-Zero. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Kano kind of held a lot of the movie. Um, The acting. I wanted to stab Sonya in the face so much. (laughs) Her and Shang Tsung and Raiden were the the worst actors in my entire life I've ever seen. I thought Raiden was fine. Uh, You're right about Shang Tsung, though. All I can hear him say was... Here, I, I'm good at calculation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to suck your soul. <laughs> okay. <Right. laughs> Actually, like, uh, when, when Cabal said oh, this is my favorite part, I was like, okay, Cabal can stay, unfortunately. Yeah, Cabal was nice. Yeah, that looks yeah, sweet. He's yeah, Mr. Chicago. Yeah. He's got busted out one of his dogs. Yeah. <laughs> no, couldn't deal with the voice, dude. What uh, the okay. hell was that? Was the voice actor? What was he doing? I kind of like it. That- <laughs> yeah, I kind of like it. No way. It was like yes, the Brooklyn way. Brawler in there. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I guess maybe I was taking it too seriously because that is a fucking comical voice. Exactly. That is like yeah, that is not normal, especially for a figure or a, not figure, but a fighter with that cool of a design to yeah. have that voice. It's like, what are you? Uh, bad choice in my opinion. But if you guys like it, all right. I'll I mean, it. I mean, uh, it, it is. <laughs> I what wasn't it is. asking for much, <laughs> <Yeah>. Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, all right, we give just me came this sprawling storyline. It's like, just give me from fight to fight. Make sure that there's decent special effects. I don't even give two shits about the acting. I'm not here for that. Oh, yeah. God. The, I couldn't deal with it. The beginning was awesome. I thought that Sub-Zero yeah, Scorpion origin story was awesome. And then they completely forget cool about it until like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Um, <laughs> right. The force nostalgia dialogue in it like really annoyed me. I'm oh. like, why did you add that? You did not need that at all. Like, I will. Only, I will say the only one that worked though was the Kano wins because of the way he delivered it. I was like, yeah, okay, that one wins. Because yeah. it was just his delivery. It was like a dick would say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I was hoping the one the one choice that they made that about Kano that you know that that creature. Uh, the reptile reptile uh, uh, slashes face. And I was like, Oh my God, I hope it gets fucking nasty and disgusting. And then that's how he unlocks that, that his, uh, what is it? Arcana Arcana. Um, but his, he was basically healed by the time that he got his Arcana. And that was kind of a weak payoff. I was hoping that that, that wound would play into it, but I guess oh, yeah. so he become like a were reptile. Yes. <laughs> Something. Oh, yeah. 
Only on full moons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then Sonya kills Kano and gets her power, and then she figures it out, like, right away. Right away. And She's been training, Dave. She's been training for a long time. Whatever. Um, she found out the key to her arcana was a trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an- another positive were the fatalities. I thought those were pretty sweet. Um, Gruesome. I hate how Jax got his arms ripped off and he immediately doesn't want to go after Sub-Zero. It's like he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> but come, but come on, man. Baby arms. <laughs> he did have baby arms. Was that was Deadpool. a weird move. Um, <laughs> but, uh, that was a weird move. Yeah. And uh, Melina, though, Melina was thick. Got to hand it out to that. She had a lot yeah. of teeth. Yeah. A lot of teeth. A lot of teeth. Got to have teeth. <laughs> I think I do think all the character designs, character designs were pretty solid. Uh, I will give it up to Kashimin there. Not that they're going to win the Academy Award, but yeah. it, uh, you know. But I hate the main pretty... character, too. The main character, like, why was he, why do you need to make up a new character? Like, there's not 9 million people you can add from the Mortal Kombat roster. And why are you going to give him such a boring fucking arcana? Yeah, uh, like a boring basket arcana. weaving. <laughs> <laughs> Dude can take hits. Okay. Yeah, yeah but it. it was only against Goro. He didn't fucking do that against Melina. They should have just made him scorpion. They should have made him scorpion. But he didn't focus it like the... uh, That's what I thought uh, was going to happen. I thought when his great-grandpappy, Papa, came up from hell that Pep Pep was going to transfer the scorpion uh, into whatever his name was. Fake Freddy Prince. Uh, I don't even know his name. Bad MMA fighter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A joke. Uh, But I did, Dave. I did think that, okay, Peepaw's going to give this kid... uh, (laughs) All the all the all the flavor of Scorpion, yeah, yeah, but he did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> nope. All the, the zest. Here, here, have my Scorpion chip. <laughs> uh, oh, you he, now yeah. have the sting <laughs> of oh, the Scorpion. <laughs> I uh, all right. Well, hey, I mean, I'm glad it was a good movie for everybody. So it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm not looking forward. To, I, I'm not okay. I'm not going to count the days to a sequel. Yeah, no. But I no. will definitely watch the sequel. A um, couple of other things <laughs> before we get into Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, speaking of fighting, I've been watching uh, some fighting <laughs> stuff of my own <laughs> on a on a little channel called A and E, and A and E has been putting out biographies mm-hmm. for former uh, WWE legends and. What is really my favorite is they also put out a second show, which is, I believe, it's just called WWE's Most Wanted Treasures. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Here's the thing. We all know the biography background. It's really cool. So far, it's Stone Cold. It's Roddy Piper, Randy Savage, and Mach. Yeah, and there's one more. um, Roddy Piper, right? Or did you already say that? Yeah, Yeah, Roddy's in there. The Stone Cold one is just cool, Mm. but I wanted it to be two and a half hours longer. Um, that's just me. Watch those. If you if you've listened to our wrestling episode in the in previous seasons, you know that we love wrestling. I can't wait to do another wrestling show on here. Um, those biographies are great. They're great. But if you don't have a subscription to A and E, holy fuck, you better uh, assess another forty five to fifty minutes of commercials. They do like <laughs> to tack commercials on A and E app. But the second one is this, guys. So uh, I, one of my employees is. Uh, an aspiring pro wrestler. He talks to me wrestling all the time. He goes, you got to watch this show, man. It's like pawn stars, but for wrestling. 
And I was like, all right, well, I'll check it out. What, what's the deal? He's like, no, man, first episode has Mankind in it. And I'm like, oh, I'm in. All right, let me watch this. What it is, apparently WWE is trying to build a museum. And they want to get a lot of the original ring-worn uh, gimmicks and apparel and props. They, they lost all those over time. So the first episode is Mick Foley visiting fans who have his original Mankind outfit the original Mr. Sacco, um, all these different props and things that were lost to time. And what they are trying to do is barter with these collectors and try to find a price or something that will get them to give those artifacts back to WWE. So Hunter Hearst, Helmsley, and Stephanie McMahon, they're part of the show. Um, there's a they new just wrestler. beat the shit I- out of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> just to get everything. Hits them with a sledgehammer. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the first episode is exclusively Mick Foley, and then the second episode, oh, they try to track down the Cactus Jack uh, flannel, which is awesome. Great episode. Great episode. The second episode, there's only two out right now. Well, we watched it here in the Bettany house last night. It was The Undertaker and Kane tracking down their original uh, property, and dude, holy shit, is that a great episode. I l- I don't like The Undertaker. I am not an Undertaker fan, but Mark Calloway is awesome. He's so cool. Uh, I, yeah, Dave's shaking his head. I don't like The Undertaker, dude. Well, I, 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 I'm the opposite. I love yeah, The Undertaker. The I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, then you're really going to love this episode because I, I, I walked away really happy with it, and nice. I don't like The Undertaker. Um, do you want me to tell you what they're searching for? Is it yeah, the gray mask? The mask is not something they're searching for, is but you'll urn? be pleasantly surprised. Okay. The betrayal urn was one of the artifacts that was lost to time. What about the and flashlight the, urn? Yeah, the flashlight urn. Yep. Did you say flashlight? <laughs> I said flashlight. <laughs> oh well, hey, it's hey, this internet connection. Hey, uh, new, new million dollar idea: the flashlight urn. <laughs> you gotta earn celebrate this your loved ones. <laughs> you put the the ashes of your dead wife in there. That's our next. <laughs> Sponsorship. I miss there her go, so yeah. much. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> the commercial uh, writes itself. No. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I got uh, to get Photoshop going. Let's go. Yes, get that going. Uh, they were searching for the purple Undertaker outfit, okay. which is awesome. And then the cane artifacts are also really cool. Uh, Katie Vick. i think you guys are really gonna like this it's fun i can't wait for more episodes apparently i mean it it covers the gamut of all eras the next episode is going to be jerry the king lawler um so it's gonna be cool it's on a and e watch it if you can very excited about that um guys i watched a few more movies but we got a lot to dive into one thing i will recommend to both of you if you haven't watched it already is mitchell's versus the machines oh i fucking love it Yes. Yes. Christopher yeah, Lord and Phil Miller from the Lego movie franchise. They uh, produced done, it. They didn't direct it though. No, but right. So yeah. their their studio brought it to life. Um oh my god. I did not know what to expect. Never heard of it before. Having I a pug, it. I really enjoyed that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh it is, I believe, on Netflix. I don't remember yes. what platform it's yep. on Netflix. Okay. I'll Watch have to it. check it out. I it is I would be hard pressed to imagine a better animated movie to come out in the next few years. Uh, it was so funny. 
It was if you like um, Spider Man, the Into the Multiverse, <laughs> Spider Man, fr- you know, it's like, from this. Uh, was it same the first company. Lego movie? Yeah. Yep. Same company. Cloudy so, with a chance of meatballs. It's, if yep. it's okay, right okay. up your alley. Very inventive animation, but the difference with this movie is it's geared a little bit more towards towards adults, and some of the humor is. I mean, all of the humor. There was not a there was not a not funny line or not funny setup in the whole movie. Mm. It was good, man. <laughs> nice. Uh, and a great story. So recommend that. And uh, I do want to talk about something else, but is there anything that you guys recommend that you've watched in the last couple of weeks that is like a must watch? Yes. <laughs> during yes. my, during my uh, COVID day, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I started off watching the Captain America trilogy and I was like, God, I need something, something new. Yeah. So I was like, I was on HBO Max, and I was like, well, I've seen all these fucking movies. Um, I was like, man, there's something I should watch on here. And I've been thinking about it. I was like, Barry on HBO. It stars Bill Heard Hader. Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. It's really good. <laughs> this fucking show. <laughs> this show's there's almost as many holy shit moments, I think, in the first two seasons as there were in Breaking Bad. Like really? the first like four or five seasons. Yeah. This wow. show will go from comedy to serious fucking suspense in it like the in a turn of a dime like yeah, it's it's yeah. so quick and so jarring sometimes where it's just like what the fuck um Jess was <laughs> Jess was working out in the garage um kind of cleaning it up and everything and she could hear me inside after one episode <laughs> go holy fucking shit yes. i did not see that coming uh bill Hader plays a hitman oh. uh, from cleveland oh <laughs> Represent. Who, He's wearing um, that MMS shirt in the beginning. Yeah, he. I fucking loved it. I was, I was going nuts <laughs> when I saw that. Um, but he has a job out in LA to you know kill somebody, and it ends up being like an acting student. So he starts getting the uh, getting the urge to act and do like theater oh. and stuff. And that's kind of where the first episode goes off. Um, but it's uh, it's it's pretty bloody. Um, there's a lot of sus- surprises. Uh, Dave watched it. At yeah, least I watched some the first it. season. It's it's really good. I I, I oh, shit. texted Derek. I'm like, this reminds me of like Parks and Rec meets Breaking Bad. That's it, crazy. It, it's like absolutely ridiculous. And then all of a sudden, it takes a real serious turn. And then it just goes back to like lighthearted comedy after that. Yeah, <laughs> no ho. Hank okay. is the fucking best too. Yeah, it's a, yeah, he is awesome. <laughs> um, it's it's a, a 30 minute episodes. It's an easy watch. Um. It's eight episodes really good. per season. Yeah, the acting's good. The storytelling's good. You get Fonzie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. What the wink? The wink? Yeah. The wink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Cover, Hever- okay. <laughs> Cover Winkler with bees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it's a really good watch. I, I was thoroughly impressed. You watch that first episode and you get hooked, and then you're like, oh, I could watch a couple more. Oh, shit. Yeah. Add it to your uh, list. I will add it to my list. Uh, Bill Hader, also voice of BB-8. Oh. Little known fact. Yeah. 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 So that's okay. I'm into that. Dave, do you have a recommendation? Uh, yeah. I Speaking of Breaking Bad, I watched the movie called Nobody last night. Um, Nobody. Nobody. With uh, Bob Odenkirk as... <gasps> as the okay uh, yes <laughs> it's john wick <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of like john wick but it's done by uh what's the director he's like 
the the Russian guy who did uh, Hardcore Harry. Guy Ritchie? Oh, really? No. That fucking like, movie rules. Yeah. So um, it's it's an easy watch. It's an hour and a half, but it's really good. It's a fun movie. Um, yeah. I didn't know anything about it other than just the trailers and Bob Odenkirk. Um, all the fight scenes, everything looks like it hurts. Like, oh, shit. It's not the fight scenes where you see the good guy just annihilate everyone. Like Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, it's it's not it's not Jackie Chan or the Transporter. <laughs> it is yes. literally like bare knuckle, punch in the face. Everything hurts, and when you think it hurts, they'll fall down more, and it hurts more. Ugh. And they, it, it, everyone walks away like in pain. So, um, it was That's a sweet. it was a pretty awesome movie. Um, there are points. Where I'm like, okay, this needs to step it up, and it does step it up. The ending, <laughs> the ending is probably the. It's like Home Alone, but with like people dying. <laughs> it's Jesus, the best way I could kind Jesus. of put it. But but the crew, um, I didn't know Christopher Lloyd's in the movie, and he's phenomenal in it. Oh, uh, really? Wow, yeah. Lloyd. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the ending in the movie, I'm not going to give any more away, but that's just it's just a good time. Uh, it's the best trio of people I've ever seen together on screen killing people. I was wondering what that movie was about because I've seen the posters only mm-hmm. uh, where he's getting punched yeah. by like a million different fists. Yeah, that's all I've seen. Is it? Did you watch it at home or did you go to a theater? Uh, I watched it at home. What? Uh, what is it on? It's on my computer. <laughs> Never mind. I don't no, want to interrupt your Bitcoining. I'll give, I'll give you a login to my or a, a, a link to my Plex server, and we'll hook you up, Chris. <laughs> your, your Nord VPN. You're yeah, watching it oh, yeah. uh, from from Switzerland. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's cool. I'm I'm definitely I'm into that. Those sound like gritty. Uh, both Barry and Nobody sound like gritty action adventures. Not to be confused with gritty from the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> oh, let's let's hope not. I love gritty. Yeah, I hope you I don't do confuse them. them. They're way different. I yeah, was watching just, Nobody, and I felt very connected to the show Barry. So I've just been on this weird, like Hitman, like people dying oh, kind of springtime, yeah, fellas. Yeah, it's time for renewal and and nice and flowers. <laughs> and go outside. And I mean, smile. these are the things that make me happy. So um, <laughs> you're getting that vax, and yeah. now you're all pent up. You're like, all right, now I get to uh, rough some people up. The other quick thing is Invincible. Uh, the oh, first yes. season just wrapped on that. <laughs> wow. What an ending to a season. So, <laughs> oof. It, it's there's been a lot of death going on in my viewing. So, <laughs> but like, it was a it was a great episode. It was a great you know end of the season, the first season. So I can't wait to watch more of it when it finally comes out. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get to that one. I think I'll probably get to nobody first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know you guys have talked about Invincible before, and I just don't have the reference point yet. But. Uh, it's, yeah. your it's animated, right? It's it's a yeah, it's really animated. Anime. Yeah, but it's a Kirkman or whatever. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. right. yeah, my boy, my boy. That's sweet. I'm into that. Uh, I have talked about another show on this show, but I don't know if you guys have watched it. It's called Pose. You did talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Final season just dropped, and uh, I have no shame in saying this. Both fucking episodes have come out so far are tearjerkers. So if you are into 1990s transsexual AIDS and OJ Simpson culture, this episode, uh, these episodes will get you. I mean, here's the thing, man. It is a super dramatic show, man. Jesus Christ. Um, not, 
anything in the vein of what you guys are talking about. But Pose is back for the final season on FX. So if you've watched it based on the recommendation, it's out there now. All right. Last piece. And then we're going to talk about more violence and beating up bad guys. Uh, I was at the NFL draft, fellas. I was at the oh, NFL yeah. draft here in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, live and in the flesh. And uh, tens of thousands of visitors from all over the states came to Cleveland, Ohio to experience an ice rainstorm, zero <laughs> visibility, and uh, absolutely terrifyingly muddy shoes yeah just uh, about all nine seasons of cleveland <laughs> yeah and then the next day it was like whoa uh so much better but uh, in all reality it was a great event i uh, very happy to experience i was there for day one and day two i did stay for the picks at the stage on day two um i didn't stay on day one i had enough of 32 degree ice yeah rain. it was cold <laughs> i had enough <laughs> I was like, this is not worth it. But the cool thing, I will, I, I'll say this. So it, it was awesome, A, to be in the COVID vaccinated zone. So they had a COVID vaccinated zone there uh, for individuals like myself who can produce the vaccine uh, ticket that doesn't fit in your standard wallet, by the way, which is the weirdest oh. size ever. Yeah, isn't it dumb? Card. You should have wore your merch. <laughs> I could have worn my merch. Uh, but it felt good to be in the vaccinated zone. Also very VIP got up to the stage. I got to see uh, Michael Irvin work his magic to the crowd. <laughs> oh, uh, I was going to say snort uh, cocaine. <laughs> I was going to say throwing his cocaine out there. Hey, it's working some magic, but I, I guess also I was on NFL live on ESPN um, for uh, it's an extensive period of time, just staring off in the distance behind Joe Thomas. Oh. Uh, I had a couple people uh, let me know. <laughs> like, oh, all right, cool. Uh, but it was good. It was good. And uh, if anything like that comes to your town, make sure you get vaccinated because it was uh, it was a blast. NFL did it great. NF kudos. I know that no one from the NFL listens to this show, but uh, they did a hell of a job. I wish you guys could have seen the sparkly helmets. They were <laughs> there was something to behold. Here, be dazzled. They were bedazzled. Were you one of the people not booing the commissioner because you were so happy for the draft? <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't still don't get the boo thing. I still don't get the boo thing. It's cheap um, heat, cheap heat. Yeah, he's uh, was, he's the Vince McMahon of NFL. You have to boo him. <laughs> it was cool. I will say, uh, pre-draft, they went through all the teams. Um, you know, you didn't get to see this on TV, but they went through all the teams and. What was cool is they got to the AFC North, which is what our hometown Cleveland Browns play in. If you're not from this area listening to the show, mm. uh, and we hate the Ravens and hate the Steelers. So it was like, I'll tell you what, it was pretty <laughs> sweet being able to boo um, both those teams at the draft. It was, it was a wild atmosphere. And, you know, outside of, I was at Disney a month ago and being around crowds, that was the first time I was around big crowds. Mm -hmm. It was great. But being at the draft, booing with all those people in unison, it fucking felt awesome, man. It felt connected to people and humans, and you just can't get that going into Target with Grandma and her mask. You know, it's just like, <laughs> so it was good. So uh, I know they changed the color of the terminal tower during every team's uh, selection. Mm -hmm. um, I said it would be an awesome move. They just shut it off whenever the Steelers were on the clock, and I... <laughs> And I faintly saw in the background that the tower was not lit up. So I don't know if anyone confirmed oh. if it was lit up or not, but that would have been a great move. 
Oh, I cannot confirm. Well, that one of their is... colors is black. It's the absence of light. So. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I can't wait for them to suck for 15 years and then all their fans yes. disappear. Yes, yes. It was a it was a great event, though. I got to watch a lot of uh, people miss a field goal. And that was a <laughs> Did you kick one? No. Oh, so what a wimp, dude! You, were your ki- hammies not uh not moist enough? I, I was ready to go. Were you I like was ready I voted for Nomadland? I'm not kicking. VIP. <laughs> I'm such a, a VIP. I'm Thank such you. a wimp. <laughs> no, no. So here's the thing: on day one, like literally the biggest day, the 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 initial draft day. I could have kicked 14 field goals, 15 field goals. There's no one there. There was no one there. I know it looked crazy on TV. Yeah, I know it looked crazy on TV, but in person, it was absolutely miserable. There were no lines. I was on the field, no problem, uh, nothing. And then day two, of course, the lines were just too crazy. It was warmer. I would have waited an hour plus. Yeah, and uh, but it looked fun. It looked fun. Uh, All right. Speaking of field goals. There was there was a scene in this next show what, that Ray took Finkel? place on a football field. Uh, yeah, uh, we're here to talk about none other than John Walker, Falcon Winter Soldier, and kind of dive into this show because we I don't think we've really talked much other than the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah. the first three. And talk, you guys we talked really, Dave off his br- off his bridge. Yeah, yeah, Dave, you definitely weren't feeling it as much uh, as 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 I was. I know I w- I'm not going to speak for Derek, but I was really enjoying this show early on. I love Wyatt Russell. Mm. I mean, that, like knowing him, uh, you know, prior to this, I was like, this is great. This is a great casting, and I'm fascinated to know, Dave, did you end up liking Falcon Winter Soldier more? Yeah. After those first three episodes. So um, if anyone followed me on Twitter, they would know that that third or that fourth episode was definitely a changing point for my opinion of that show. Okay. Um, I did go back and rewatch it over last week and I could really do without the first three episodes. I still really it is missing a major plot point. Um, You don't care about the flag smashers. Flex. No, you don't. And, and I mean, I, that's that's a through line, though. You don't really care about them at the end either, whether yeah. you had the first three episodes or not. But but <laughs> yeah, you don't have anything to carry them, and there's this this whole like uh, it, there's inner tor- turmoil between the main characters of you know Sam and Bucky, but there's no main turmoil for why the Flag Smashers are doing what they do. Well, there is, there is, but they don't show it. I know. So you have to like use your imagination to be like, oh, these freedom fighters are working on behalf of all these, uh, you know, all these people. But all you see is like this little schoolhouse in France or wherever the fuck they were. And like, that's the only repatriation you see. There's definitely rewrites and, you know, they did a lot of overdubs and something is missing that I felt like this was a more complete thing before they took stuff out. And that's my Probably. only kind of complaint. And that's why I feel kind of lost with the first three episodes. Once you start dealing with John Walker and his, you know, uh, PTSD and, you know, how he handles the loss of uh, what's his name? Lamar is yeah. when things start getting interesting because everyone's got their own internal struggle now. And, right. you know, John Walker felt more like the bad guy, this entire situation. Um, and that's when things started to elevate because everyone had a reason, except for the flag smashers. I still feel, um, they, <laughs> yeah, they didn't have much of a reason. Yeah. They, yeah. they lost, I know they lost that her mother, 
who was like a credible actor that like is actually a, a, a well-known actor and she had no lines in the entire show. So there's right. something missing there. She was there. supposed to be in the whole pandemic thing. Yeah, so there's definitely Crazy. something missing there, which I think took away from the Flag Smashers. So that being said, once John Walker became, you know, a murderer on live TV with the Captain America shield, that scene where he's holding the shield and there's just blood on it and it's oh, oh it gave me chills. Oh. I was like, yes, that is so amazing. I like I want oh. I want like a poster of that because it looks so cool. <laughs> it's iconic. It's an iconic shot. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It was such a, a heavy moment for the MCU mm-hmm. to to have that. And I really you know, I think if you read the comics, you're familiar with US Agent or John Walker, you're like, oh yeah, this makes sense. But yeah. if you're not like like Neely who I live with, who loves the MCU mm. and doesn't know anything <laughs> about John Walker. Uh, she was definitely more. She's like, man, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah. Like hated John. Walker. And here I am cheering him on. I'm all, I'm over here cheering. I'm the year cheering for cheering the actor section. though, not the character. I am. I, am the char- <laughs> I think they did a great job with John Walker, though. Blending this blended, like good intentions with narcissism, you know, he's teetering on the edge and that kind of fits the profile of his comic character where he's, he's like an anti-hero almost. Well, he's he, like threading that needle. He felt I think like they a, did a great job in just a few episodes. He felt like a yeah, soldier. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like I never really felt like Sam feels like a soldier or Bucky. They're like above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like they didn't have that loss of like, you know, seeing their people or just, just the, the 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 horrors of war, I guess you can say. Yeah, I felt they weren't really affected. I know Bucky was like deprogrammed over in you know Wakanda, but mm-hmm. he had his own demons and he he went through a notebook. But with John Walker, is you can't bring people back to life that were your friends or right, you know, yeah. your, your brothers in war. So. Once he, I, like when he was talking about the purple hearts that he got, he's like, or metal honors. Right, crazy. Like, he's like, I have three of them and they were all the worst days of my life. And that was like incredible line, yeah, man. Yeah. So that's, so the last three episodes really brought the show or the, the second to last, the fifth episode where they start off with the right. fight between the winter soldier and, uh, John Walker. Oh, yeah. Such a great, good fight. Great. Scene. Such a good fight scene. And to start it right at the beginning of the episode was fucking, that was the tits <laughs> right there. I was yeah. like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elaine comes out and the, the Seinfeld bass starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> she starts doing the yeah. Elaine dance. Oh, I want to, I oh, want a Zemo in Elaine dance off. Oh, that's nice. what the people need. Yes. <laughs> it'll, it'll come with the Thunderbolts series. Oh, <laughs> I hope. But then the ending, you know, the last episode where, you know, Sam assumes the mantle of Captain America. It, and that's rightfully so. Yeah. Any, the suit, love the awesome. suit suit looked awesome. Suit was sick. Suit was yep. awesome. Uh, <laughs> but the struggle about being a black man in America, then being a black man, becoming captain America, um, his conversations with the Isaiah, um, the, the other African American, uh, captain America during like the seventies or sixties, Super soldier, he was yeah. during the Korean conflict. Oh, okay, so okay. I think it was like late fifties. Yeah. Uh, so you're going from the blonde haired, blue eyes, white guy to, you know, right. an African American portraying Captain America. And it's not about whether you want to be Captain America. It's 
can you be Captain America? Will America be behind you? You know, there's still racism. Racism isn't going away. And that's the the mantle that Sam had to, you know, kind of assume. And even on that last speech, when he's talking to the senators about like right. what they need to do to change and what their powers are. And, you know, people aren't going to go away. And just because you call them terrorists doesn't mean they're actually terrorists. They could be freedom fighters in their eyes. So. Right. It was a very powerful speech. And I, I watched the Assembles episode, the making of uh, last yes, week. Same. And they were talking, um, the, the, the director, was it a uh, Malcolm? I'm trying to remember. Malcolm uh, Spellman. Spellman. Yeah. He said he called up Anthony Mackie and just talked to him for like two hours on that ending speech, just to see if he knew this was right. And this was appropriate just to see if he had it in his heart and he just delivered that speech at the end. I'm like, that that's amazing. So uh, yeah. I think it came around at the end, but just watching those, it, it, there's something missing and it kind of irks me because I think there's more, it, it felt, it felt trimmed down, I guess you could say in the beginning. It's fascinating to think how they were able to remove a portion of the, <laughs> the plot yeah. In yeah. A, under a year and still deliver. I think, I think it was a fantastic Marvel product mm. and, those fight scenes can live up to any any of the movies, any of the theatrical lease releases. That last last episode, the finale fight scene, yeah. was just it kept going. And I was like, holy dude, this is great. I don't know how they did that for TV. Was anyone surprised the about the time power so broker fast. reveal though? Oh fuck no. Dude, <laughs> hey, what a what a piece of crap. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I I think everybody kind of called it unless yeah. they it pulled a like a last minute hail mary with somebody. Mm-hmm. What a dumb! I get it, I get it, but it is just like there's plenty was, of good theories out there that uh, you know you you probably hate it now as you as you are very reactionary, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but la- later on, if one of these theories ends up being uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck that Baker Mayfield, <laughs> put Case Keenum in. Um, but uh, <laughs> Lord. But um, one of them's that she could be a scroll. Yeah, I, I heard secret that. Secret invasion. Um, another That's is cool. this is leading into armor wars because of what she says at the end about hey, we have all this cool shit now. Let's start yeah. fucking things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, like I don't scroll. know what the motivation would be like for her to like do a total one eighty. But you know, I, I I get like her being on the run would piss her off. But it's like this is kind of a this is kind of a maybe maybe uh. My my maybe boyfriend left me for my aunt. Uh, maybe that's what broke her. <laughs> oh, I, uh, <laughs> I I thought the reveal was way too predictable and hokey, and they telegraphed it too much. Yeah, and that was probably the only that, to me that was probably the major disappointment, if any, for the whole series. And it's you're right, Derek. It could pan out to be awesome. Yeah. It could pan out to be so awesome. It's like Age of Ultron. Let's, like everybody kind of was like, meh, about it. And then it like you go back and watch it, It's like, holy yeah. shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'll eat I'll eat some shit if uh, if it comes to fruition, then it's a cool move. But I guess we'll have to wait to 2024. So Yeah, uh, yeah, for know. Captain America four. And that Spielman yeah. or Spellman's gonna be directing, right? Writing and directing. Oh, okay. Yeah. He will be. So he'll be rated at least. Uh I think they said he's directing as well, but I don't remember. So this this series 
was Falcon assuming the mantle, being the new representation of America and what America needs right now in Captain America, not the hokey pokey stars and stripes. And then the second part of this is Bucky's journey to find um, his peace, to come to peace with a lot of the terror and uh, issues that he's created or, or was, murders was he's really committed. A journey though, <laughs> he he he, I, I, he eats well, with an old man in the first episode. Well, let's, he gives okay, a so, book to a psychiatrist in the last episode and walks by the old man. <laughs> so like the most what so the a journey. So so here's you're right. So here's the thing. They do lay the groundwork for this emotional moment with the old man. Okay, and if you haven't watched the the series, Bucky, there's a flashback where he murders uh, an Asian person, and it turns out to be that his best friend is this old man uh, who is the father of the murdered Asian uh, person that he killed, and he can't tell this man who's grieving over the death of his son that he killed his son. So. You go through the whole uh, series of Bucky trying to battle, you know, what he's trying to fight within himself. And then at the end, he does go to tell the old man that he murdered his son. And then the camera cuts away Mm. and scene. You don't actually see this emotional moment, which would have been the payoff. And you're right, Derek. He just walked by this noodle shop, (laughs) poked his head over. Isn't that nice? yeah. Oh, cool. Old man got over the death of his son. So I'm, I'm in the free, here's my notebook. I am, uh, I'm, I'm done. My journey is complete, but, uh, I didn't have that scene listen. with him getting deprogrammed in Wakanda with the Dora Milaje. Oh, I'm not saying they didn't have good scenes. Yeah. I just feel like that was kind of a missed opportunity. I think there was a, I agree. a more of a character development with uh, John Walker from becoming a soldier yes. to Captain America to become a U.S. agent at the end. Sorry. Spoiler alert. We all knew it was coming. I know. Say it all day, dude. Shit. U.S. agent all day. I Listen, I need to do it. I'm sorry. That's a celebratory Han Horn for U.S. agent. I thought that oh, was for Oh, no. I thought it was for John, John Walker's <laughs> Captain America. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you make your own interpretation with the Han Horn. All right. So all right. the rules are fast and loose. Uh, I, yeah, I think. I'm excited to see where John Walker goes in the MCU. It can't and be good. Unless it becomes a Texas Ranger. He's going to be a very tragic character. That's my prediction. I want him to be a, a villain for at least one movie. Uh, he at might be. I, I think he's going to be a very tragic character. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen with him? I don't know. I don't know. I have no predictions. He just You just get that air of like he's going to be used for something and it's not going to be good. Well, I mean, Baron Von Contessa, whatever, horseradish. Uh, Val. <laughs> Val. Val for sure. Uh, she, she definitely seems like someone that would use somebody. Yeah. Uh, so you I'm a big Kings right. Leon fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is he sponge worthy, though? <laughs> where, where do you think... So the John Walker development, we, yeah, we see him. Uh, he's basically shunned by the Avengers or the post Avengers or whatever we want to call them. They don't really, there are no Avengers, uh, just former Avengers. yet, but he, sh- they, we might get those new Avengers. Um, the young, but he's ones. basically shunned. <laughs> uh, he's shunned by the heroes of this MCU. So where do you guys think that his character goes from here? 
What do, what do, I mean, really, I guess in the larger scope of the MCU, do we see a faction being created? Are they going to rehash or retell uh, some some famous arcs in the series? Where Where's your mind going with this? Marvel doesn't tend to, like, retell. I mean, they retell arcs, but they kind of pick and choose, like, between mm-hmm. multiple arcs. So I don't really see it going towards, like, one arc. Maybe he's the leader of um, the Thunderbolts or something. Oh, no. That's um, Zemo. Would you be excited about that's this? That's Zemo, bro. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's the leader, okay, all right. but Zemo's the actual leader, that type of thing. Speaking of which, amazing. Uh, oh. I can use more Daniel Brühl in my life. Daniel uh, as Brühl. Yeah, oh, hang on. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. He's out of line, but he is right. Zemo. <laughs> uh, delivering a lot of great lines. Some real winners there. Uh, his sole supremacist speech. I was just like, my jaw kind of yes. hit the floor. I was like, oh man, yeah. they're really yes. bringing something here. Mm. Um, so I'm excited that he didn't die. I'm also excited John Walker didn't die. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where that's going, I don't know. I mean, Thunderbolts have to be somewhere in the future for either one of those characters, maybe both. Possibly. I, how? I mean, you think they're going to fit? them in with any of these upcoming films over the next three or four years i mean i don't know it, it really depends i mean what we got coming up we got you know they're kind of all over the place the film films are. wise yeah so i don't Shang-Chi? know where they would fit them <laughs> shang chi's coming out uh we got the eternals uh oh out. man yeah. those fucking shots oh yeah it, it looked awesome <laughs> My heart. Uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness next year. Black Widow. There's a movie Black coming. Widow in yeah, like two, Black month, Widow. two months. Yeah, Black Widow. There's a rumor that Val is in Black Widow. Yeah. That's more than a rumor. I think it's pretty much confirmed. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, there's, uh, there's some things about the Taskmaster that uh, just kind of changed my mind. So I don't want to talk about it. In a good way or a bad way? Yeah, I mean, in a indifferent way. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Taskmaster is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, me too. I, Somebody yeah. showed a side profile though, and you might be able to see some some curvage here. Oh, oh so they're really? thinking uh, maybe maybe one of the um, maybe Rachel Wise will be the Taskmaster, oh. double agent type of type of ordeal. But nobody knows. I mean, right. this is all yeah. conjecture. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure, sure. Uh, what is uh, Miss M- the Marvels? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Spectrum, yeah. Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Marvel, yeah, Marvel, that, yeah, Mr. Marvel, in over a year, I think. Yeah, there's a, they uh, made a lot of announcements like the Wakanda Forever. Um, yeah, they actually announced right. what the names were going to be because I think at the December thing they didn't really announce what the names were going to be. They're just like coming soon, <laughs> right? Love and Thunder, Love and Guardians. Thunder. So here's the thing: who are the villains? Who? What's the faction? I mean, we had Thanos to hate for a long time. Uh, there's got to be a faction. We had Hydra for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, that's something I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, how long did I it take for Thanos now? To, it's either I know you aliens didn't. or wizards or <laughs> or robots. Oh, yeah, the fucking <laughs> yeah. scrolls, the big three, in. the big three, the fucking scrolls. Thanos shows up at the end of Avengers in 2012. Doesn't actually even fight anybody until <laughs> yeah. 20 what 2019. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's no, what I want. 2018. Give me the breadcrumbs, MCU. Kevin Feige. I'm no, they're not going to do it because they've totally not done it in the past. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the crumb. I need the crumb. Oh, you got some crumbs. Right. Oh, Loki. Loki's Loki? coming out. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get a crumb in Loki. On Wednesdays, though. It's June 9th now. They moved it up two days, but it's going to be releasing on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. streaming. I can watch it whenever the fuck Wednesdays. I want. Oh, Doctor Strange. Wednesday. We can't forget about Doctor Strange. I have not. I'm yeah. ready. We got Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. Spider Man. 
and, and they're going to be announcing a Deadpool so, soon. They have to be. I mean, they yeah. already kind of did. Yeah. They're not announced. Like, it's in the process, and yeah, they said yeah, it's yeah. going to be R-rated. Yeah. Ooh. Which is interesting. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the first one in the MCU. That's so maybe, maybe Blade will be R-rated, too. <gasps> Oh, hey! Yeah. Hey! Is, is Snipes coming back? No, no. no. Um, they have um. You remember uh, Marsha Har- Ali? Mm. Mahershima. Yeah, there we go. Yes, Oscar winner. Yes. There you go. Yes, yes. He's uh, gonna be playing very, Blade. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to be the good next voice blade. For it. I'm going to be the next blade. Yeah, <laughs> bald white dude. Yeah. With the beard. <laughs> That'd be so annoying. <laughs> fucking blade with a Cleveland accent. Hey, hey get your ass over here. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. God, I hate that we say that. So uh, it's so stupid. So what's everyone's uh, agenda? What are they going to be watching? Because I have two things on my schedule that are about to happen. Well. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got one final question okay. about Falcon Winter Soldier. All right. <laughs> uh, so we now have two MCU live action television shows in the books. Mm. Did you, were you more pleasantly surprised with WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier? I think WandaVision resonates the most with me. Yeah, absolutely. I, okay. I think it's the same. Um, I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier was kind of standard Marvel fare where WandaVision was only standard Marvel fare for basically one episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was different. I'm more yeah. interested to see where Scarlet Witch's story goes, where the fuck White Vision went off to, but it doesn't mean I'm not excited to see where uh, Bucky and Sam's journey goes because it's going to be cool, and I think they're going to be anchors of the MCU going forward. It's Dude, that's cool, man. Yeah. You had all these like heavyweight actors in the MCU that are now gone, and I really am happy with the the current cast that we're getting. Uh, and the characters and the backstories. Mm. Great, man. What a what a cool franchise. So um all right, that's the kind of last question. All right, Dave. Sorry. I didn't mean to No, uh, you're good. Yeah, yeah stop you. bugging. So uh <laughs> coming up this week, I know there's a, a debut tonight. Uh I don't know when this episode's gonna get out, but Dark Side of the Ring season three is starting tonight. Yeah, with t- yes. With a two part episode on Brian Pillman. And if you don't know Brian Pillman, Scary. oh the the, the what is the, the the loose the loose cannon loose cannon yeah. man cannon. so the murder they, the murder they, scene they post if you don't brian have, as he said in his ecw debut <laughs> brian <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> pillman yes uh but they posted the the first half of it on youtube uh i sent you guys a link today and i watched it today it was it was awesome um you learn about stone cold's gold chain you know that stupid gold chain that he wears? Yeah. That was a gift yeah. from Brian Pillman that him and Brian wore when they were the Hollywood Blondes. That's why he wears oh, it all the time. Shit. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they, they started off interviewing Stone Cold. They go to his ranch, and they, there's a lot of Stone Cold interviews, uh, a lot of interviews with mm-hmm. his family, his daughter. Oh, I got to fucking watch this, uh, You learned about it. Yeah, the, the family shit's kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> there there was a there's a moment where it's his wife and then his ex-wife. and ooh. Right. We get, they, and then his wife, wife, and not so wife, wife. Yeah. And then, then he finds out there's <laughs> other kids, and yeah, it's it's weird. So, um, was the Antonio Cromartie of wrestling? It, <laughs> it's, it's truly the dark side of the ring. Though. That's a reference. Yeah. So that, uh, that I uh, I will be watching that, Dave. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the other thing is uh, the new Resident Evil Village comes out tomorrow. Ooh. Which <laughs> what? It looks awesome. 
I'm, I'm it's s- the giant woman stepping on me simulator. Uh, I, I, <laughs> it's a very specific <laughs> kink. I, 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 I just, Wait, yes. <laughs> is this like? Is it like the uh, what Animal Crossing? But it's Resident Evil. What? Not, no, village? no, no. That's just the name of the. The village has like V I I I. Like what's the game eight? where it was a village where you could like grow animals and shit? What was that it's one? Probably Animal Crossing. Yeah, probably Animal Crossing. Oh, it had village in the name. It was some stupid ass Farmville. Game. Anyway. <laughs> Stardew. Stardew. Farm village. Farm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to be choked right, by so a Tell me about woman. Resident Evil Village. What the fuck is well, the last, Village? Well, the last Resident Evil game went more into like a, a horror base instead of, you know, destroying zombies. You actually felt like you were in a horror movie. When did that come out? Uh, that one came out. Seven? Um, three years ago? Four? I c- came out near when the vr came out because yeah. they <laughs> released it with the vr oh, um that game oh, was so scary it didn't have the giant alligator scene though did it what was the one where they had to fight the alligator that was resident evil 2 yeah and four you <laughs> fuck. fought the, the giant <laughs> yeah you're, you're four. getting, four. getting okay. fucking ripped over yeah. here yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right yeah now i remember, <laughs> it, I remember four. isn't it the village from resident evil 4 that they're visiting is it, i huh? they i don't think so i know that this one um as parts where people have had to put down the controller and walk away for a little bit. Yeah, you said they were that so thing. intense. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The seventh, the the one that Dave was just talking about, the seventh one. Oh, dude. There's seriously a fucking part in that game where I had to put down the controller because I jumped so fucking hard. Yeah. What? Yo, dude, yeah, I'm not lying. Well, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not in oh, third person. I- it's all in first person. So you're fucking. Oh. You're, you get tunnel vision pretty bad. And there are just parts where something jumps out at you, and it's just like, <laughs> "Fuck, I'm done." Yeah, I, I, want, go I need bed. a new game. I need a new game to play oh, since play I beat it. Red Dead. Play it. Play Resident. Yeah, yeah, this is the one. Yep. Play it in the dark alone, yeah. <laughs> and get back to me. I, so my so when I have free time on Sunday afternoons, that's a bad time. I gotta get the blackout shades. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I okay. I I'll get it. I'll play it. So that's what I have coming up. The, okay. Oh. Yeah, me too. I, it's supposed to drop at midnight tonight, so I'm going to be pre preloading oh, it on my PC. I'm surprised some of my employees they they're all gamers. I have a ton of gamers, uh, and they they always tell me about the hot shit coming out, and they, no one's mentioned that. That's uh, I'm going to take a look, but I will. I'll dive back into that last Resident Evil. Mm, yeah, um, do it. Yeah, because I just have a measly PS4. I want to make sure it runs right. And, Considering uh, the first part this- of the game, you're basically playing hide and seek. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah it, with like psycho it's, killers yeah yeah <laughs> okay it's pretty intense. okay it's I'm texas it. chainsaw massacre like yeah hell yeah okay i'm into that yeah. uh things i'm looking forward to this week is that gentlemen hang on hang on oh i only have here it comes wrong wrong sound oh, I, I only have i only have <laughs> one more american fast food spicy chicken sandwich to try <laughs> i have nailed it i got one more coming in strong i uh i'm gonna try the mcdonald's spicy chicken sandwich which is, which is the last one but no listen <laughs> i have the to worst do for it last <laughs> i have to do it now uh i have had every american fast food spicy chicken sandwich uh except for mcdonald's like and chain, i will say chain. Chain, chain, yeah, the chain. big chains, the big chain. <laughs> <Two> change. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking forward to it now. Fucking real story. This is the real deal. Um, most of these places I've eaten from, I haven't eaten at in over 20 years. That's a true thing. The only fast food chains I've, I've eaten at in the last two decades have been 
Taco Bell and Arby's, but Burger King, um, McDonald's, Wendy's, those places I haven't eaten in 20 years. So this is the first things I've, I've picked up from there. Um, I will say that Popeye's is still the knockout winner. There's like, I, I seriously can't fathom how fat they get those chickens. Um, <laughs> Disgusting. That shit is crazy. Huge dude. breasts. Those. Oh my God. I can't <laughs> fucking believe it. You know, you figure, okay, they, they're just getting out the big meat for the relaunch after they dis they killed, they wiped out all the chicken population, but no, uh, two years later, they still got giant hunks of, of chicken meat on there. Aren't they thighs? Um, are they thighs or are they breasts? They're breasts. Yeah, big naturals. Okay. Breast meat. Um, big. big <laughs> <laughs> Give them big thighs. Um, <laughs> uh, no, here's the here's the real deal, though. I will rank Burger King second. Yeah. Um, it, was, their it, wasn't spicy chicken was, it wasn't bad. Wow. It wasn't bad. KFCs wasn't bad either, but like zero spice, dude. Yeah. Like, like almost none. Did your BK I, yeah. have pickles on it? Yeah. Okay, mine did not, and because I think there's a pickle shortage, from what I understand, <laughs> at Burger King. Are you serious? Yes. Is there really a pickle shortage? I think so. I'll, oh man, I'll, I'll post it on our Twitter. It's time to start pickling, guys. <laughs> you, you can come over and berries. borrow. You can borrow any pickles you want from my fridge. Let's get Dave. those cukes. Uh, I got tons of them sloppy cukes in there. Uh, I do actually have a ton of pickles in my fridge right now. <laughs> so do I. Too many, actually. Too many. Uh, <laughs> but as far as shows, I mean, listen, I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to watching more of those WWE shows, and I definitely want to continue this emotional journey I'm on with Pose. Uh, that show has kicked my ass, dude. I'm not kidding. It is an emotional show. Uh, it's not for faint of heart but uh crazy show and then i guess i'm gonna watch star wars bad batch uh it is it's everything star wars from return of the jedi to the mandalorian (laughs) (laughs) it's uh you know uh, i'm a little bit of a star wars fan and uh, i didn't necessarily think that this show needed to be made and it's i'm gonna be real I fell asleep during the premiere episode and I missed the last 20 minutes and I did not start to watch it yet. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we have something in common. I fell asleep also (laughs) while thinking about even watching the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you listen, man, I think, okay, I am a mega, mega star Wars fan, but no, hang on, hang on. (laughs) I have felt, I think over the last year or two, that Star Wars has what they say in the industry. I think Star Wars has jumped the shark. Yeah. And uh, I'm starting to come to that. I mean, I guess I've been coming to that realization for over a year now, but this is just like an unnecessary show in my opinion. And it's not that it's bad and it's not that it doesn't have um, great characters. It does. And I'm sure there's a ton of fans that are into Mm. it, but I've been into Star Wars for over 30 years and I was very excited when it came back in 2014, but the last three years has just been like Star Wars is like the Cleveland Browns, man. (laughs) They're really good back in the day. They came back. They sucked for a bunch of years. (laughs) Finally got some hope at the end. A little bit of hope. And then, yeah. Um, And then they cloned Art Modell in the very last season. (laughs) Uh, I uh, 
I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to be at with this. I know I'm going to watch the rest of the episodes. Yeah. And uh, it is what it is. But I, I think, fellas, I'm coming to the conclusion that I, I feel that it may have jumped a shark. And we'll see where it goes. I don't know. I, I don't. It also like. I have a lot of Boba Fett figures, and as a collector, I don't know why they continue to release uh, the same shit over and over and over again. So their merchandising arm is just like stinks. They it's, need it's, they need Star Wars the flamethrower. <laughs> maybe you're just I would buy. Maybe that. like after going so hard and heavy with Star Wars for a long time, you're just kind of burnt out from it. Yeah. I definitely am. I definitely yeah. am. I uh, started collecting Marvel figures, uh, so I got your hook I'm up. in. The, I'm in. The, I'm oh, in that man. zone. We're going to have yeah. to hear in like two years. You know what? I really fucking hate the MCU. <laughs> be like, oh, God, what did you do? <laughs> oh, shit. I really hate yeah, X Factor. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I really uh, hate Bishop. <laughs> oh, no, Chris. No. Blasphemy. Uh, yeah. No, I will say on my radar is a 10 inch apocalypse figure. Uh, it's a deluxe figure from 1994. Toy Biz. Anybody I was going to say, is it one. the Toy Biz? Yeah, it's the Toy Biz. And. Um, they, you know what's crazy? They made a ten inch bishop too, uh, which is, is go so against good. The ten because, inch apocalypse. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of figures on my list. Anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm also looking forward to one more thing: getting in the same fucking room with you guys yeah. and starting season two back over again. You're gonna start wearing um, clothes now, right? Yes, yes. It's made those episodes really awkward. Well, well, that's getting getting close. We are close. We are close (laughs) to getting together for this. And you guys got to eat some chili dogs. This this Uh, might be the last one because on Saturday I get my second uh, shot. So you have to wait two weeks. Yeah, wait two weeks. Two weeks. You'll be fine. Two weeks, Dave. We'll be fine. I'm only 60% effective, yeah, so well, you don't want to get man, it from me. Yeah. I probably have COVID right now. Well, I would give it to you. Yeah. So maybe the next time we get together, we can actually get together. I think we got one more, uh, oh, yeah. two more we'll do, of these. We'll do one more. We'll do times. one more virtually, and then we'll do one more together to close it out. How crazy. How crazy. We're coming to yeah. it. Yeah. We're ending uh, COVID, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have the magic set? I, Is I it do. Still it's it's still under lock and key. I was wondering the other day. I'm like, damn, I wonder what's in there. Uh, <laughs> We're about to find out. This is going to be good. We're going to pull out those fucking pieces of paper and they're just going to shatter. Yeah, they're just going to <laughs> turn into dust. <laughs> it's just dust. Uh, so for those who haven't uh, listened to us or haven't found any of our old episodes, just scroll back through your podcast player. Listen to them. We are a show that started with the premise of one expert and two assholes where we pick a topic from the magic sack and it could be any random topic. And many times it forces us to learn about them. And we have a a lighthearted discussion about this topic. I can't wait. There's an episode that we have already recorded for season two prior pandemic that I want to relive. I want to listen to. Yeah. Uh, I got very volatile on that episode. (laughs) And we have five episodes pre COVID recorded. So it's going to sound weird. Maybe. I don't know. They're evergreen. They're evergreen. episodes. They're they're not evergreen. evergreen. I don't think those ones are evergreen. (laughs) We talk about some shit on those ones. (laughs) It's going to only be weird when I talk about how there should be a plague that wipes out people. (laughs) Oh, fuck. We'll do a we'll we'll put a little bumper on there. We'll put a little disclaimer on there. Um, nah, but I am no definitely excited. 
I am definitely excited to get into this. Well, no, we're going to do a press release and all that good shit. Yeah. So, sure. Uh, it'll be good. Season two is going to be coming up. Quarantine quality time. We're going to be pulling the plug on, thankfully. Yep. And uh, we'll get together. I'll get to smell the aroma <laughs> of chili on the lips oh, of yeah. Dave and Derek. God, I hope yeah. you're not close enough to smell it on my lips. <laughs> Weird dude. Uh, shit stinks. <laughs> stinks. Are you going to eat the chili cold or hot? Oh, hot, dude. I, Come on. Got to warm it up. Oh, Does it man? matter? I think, you, dude, you want to know it's I'm weird. i warm it up in my hands. I, I've, I've been... Re- <laughs> I've been reading all these books uh, lately. One of them has been about... I read books all the time. <laughs> but this one was about Walt Disney. Dude, that guy used to eat just cold hot dogs. He used to pull them out of the fridge and just eat cold hot dogs. I think that you guys need to do the cold Skyline Chili Dog Challenge, and that shit's got to get posted on Parlor all day. I, yeah, I ain't fucking that shit cold. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, well, if you want the hot dogs and the nuts, you can follow us at Noil Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I'll get back on the Instagram. I'll start posting some random shit now that we're recording again. Uh, and if you want to, you, you don't have to. I haven't been posting anything. You can follow me at Finest Editions, but I prefer you to follow me at Noil Podcast. Where can they find you guys? Uh, they cannot find me at the, the Kid Rock Bar <laughs> twirling my crossy bag. Full circle cast. Jesus, <laughs> by the way, this dude has an awesome, he has an awesome forehead tattoo. By the way. <laughs> Does it say damage? Uh, maybe. But did oh, you know the name dude. of his club is called the Big Ass Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse? Yeah. <laughs> I did because I read I the guess article. I know it now. Well, you can find me there because uh, no one cares about me on Twitter. Uh, but if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at David <laughs> underscore V underscore Roth. Twitter is a cesspool. Oh, totally. This is, uh, this all is- social media is a cesspool. I just like Twitter more. I'm uh, at Drake Dangerson one, and my my feed is very curated to sports and comic books and Hell movies. Yeah. And uh, you know, once in a while, I'll get some balls on there. You know, <laughs> nice just to live it up. Nice, still handsome. We might be we, we might be the only podcast on earth that gets more traction by word of mouth and social media. Uh, and I'll take it. And I'll take it. I like people. And I can't wait to be with you guys in the same room. Yes. Uh, and I get to watch you guys eat wieners. Uh, very excited about this. So with that being said, we are going to end this in classic fashion. For me, at least. Good, lo- good luck, America. Enjoy those wieners. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Slurp on them chili dogs. (laughs) Slurp. Slurp. Later. Bye.